How do we help children learn to practice the spiritual disciplines? That's the topic we'll be working with today in another edition of the Renovare Weekly Podcast. My guest today is Lacey Borgo, and Lacey comes from Colorado. She's a member of the Renovare Ministry Team, and she's written a series of three books on working with children and spiritual formation. The books are titled Good Dirt. I uh, hope you enjoy. Lacey! Hi. <laughs> we get to we get to do this again. <laughs> we do. Have fun. <laughs> hey, you just before I pushed record, you said a statement about meeting Jesus with the kids. Could you repeat that? Um, I said that um, these days that I'm meeting Jesus uh, in the homeless children at Haven House. Hmm. Um, my daughters, my own children, come with me to Haven House, and um, they teach in a uh, like a tutoring program mm-hmm. while I do spiritual direction with the children. And when we get back in the car as we're heading home, we say, "Where did you meet Jesus today?" Hmm. And we just go over all the different places that Jesus showed up. Um, I like to tell a, a little story about um, a boy who I met with at first. At Haven House, and I met with him for like 18 months. So every okay. week for 18 months. Wow. And, and the very first time that I met with him, he came in and he had, I, we'll go with borrowed the Fruit Loops from the kitchen. <laughs> and, and he was, he was bringing them into direction. And normally there's no food or anything allowed anywhere else, but I thought, okay, this is my first time with this this friend of mine. And he, as we, I set up the introduction, this is what we're going to do during direction. And, and this is what you can expect. And all of that, he is pulling blue fruit loops out of the box, (laughs) just blue, blue fruit loops. And um, he holds them probably three or four of them in his hand as he's um, playing and telling me about his, where his highs and lows and where he's meeting God. And at the end of our 20 minute session, he opens his hand up to sort of a slightly frightening, um, shriveled, wet, <laughs> soggy blue Fruit Loops, and he holds them out to me, and he says, "You look like the kind of person who likes blue." <laughs> and let me just say that if you were ever offered blue Fruit Loops, you eat them. You eat them. <laughs> did you eat them? I did. I did, and I am still here today. <laughs> Oh, that's a that's a movement of love right there. <laughs> yeah. Stolen fruit fruit loops with a sweaty hand. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, you you've done a lot of work with um, writing curriculum and then teaching people how to do it, but working with spiritual disciplines with children. Mm. Uh, can you yes. talk a little bit about about that? Sure. One of the main themes that I I try to uh, pay attention to myself. When doing spiritual formation, thinking about talking about engaging in spiritual formation with children is that um, we want to be sure we're not focusing on any sort of behavior modification. Okay. Um, anytime we sort of pay attention to externals and I'm, I'm for character formation, mm-hmm. but let's be really clear. All uh, many times that can lapse over into behavior modification. And then, then we're not really thinking about the child at, in terms of a whole person, Mm -hmm. we're sort of reducing them down to a set of behaviors. Mm -hmm. And I think that can kind of, we we can get into some trouble with the disciplines Mm -hmm. in terms of children if we're not really clear about that. That's good. 
Yeah, and and the, yeah, and the character formation is the natural result of life lived with God. It's the, it's the exactly. of grace in God's life. A- absolutely. Life. Um, I will often have parents or pastors or whatever come to me and say, you know, we'd like for you to see this child in spiritual direction. Mm-hmm. And I'll, because of X, Y, and Z. <laughs> the behavior. And I, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Because of whatever. It could be a myriad of major or minor things. Mm-hmm. And and my sort of standard response is when they meet with me, my goal is to open the place for them to recognize and respond to God. If their behavior is changed, that is the work of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And yay, yay, that that's not on my shoulders. <laughs> and we're going to believe and trust that this is the work of the Spirit. Mm, so um, <clears throat> when we talk about disciplines, I always sort of want to be clear that they're not behavior modifications. Yeah, yeah. We're not looking to do that. But disciplines are, um, for, especially in children, are not medicinal. Mm-hmm. So uh, be, uh, because of a lot of reasons, cognition levels and all sorts of other things. But instead, they're a common place for a child to meet with God. Mm. So in fasting, children can fast. They can fast computer games. They can fast TV. They can fast. My, my oldest daughter has fasted reading because she's just a voracious <laughs> reader. <laughs> so at certain Lent times of the year, like Lent, she'll fast reading. Like, mm-hmm. um, And in that space, they connect with God. Okay. But it's not a behavior modification. So how do you lead a kid into fasting? Um, <clears throat> I think, first of all, we don't lead children into things that we're not doing ourselves. Mm, good call. So, yeah, yeah, so as a parent, it probably wouldn't be helpful for me to say, you know, I'm going to tell you to fast, and yet I will be doing this. Mm-hmm. So particular disciplines lend themselves to corporate engagement. Okay. And the other thing we don't do is we don't, tell children that they have to do this it's it's always uh-huh. asking inviting and um uh, really honoring that dominion and self-will that that has been given by god to them mm-hmm. uh so open opening the space is is the phrase that i really like to use we okay. open the space for them to make some of those choices and um, we really don't do it unless we're doing it as well okay okay could you talk a little about the stations that you have created for kids to work with the disciplines? Sure. Um, we, um, if I do a, when I do a conference on uh, spiritual formation, we bring stations and uh, each of station has a way to participate in a discipline. Um, we usually have a celebration at the end. Um, worship will be listening to music and painting because uh, worship is our response to God who loves us. Um, some of the other stations are confession, which is always sort of tricky when it comes to adults and children and the power differential okay. is, is quite um, when we think about confession how it needs to come not from a place of um, me enforcing my power upon you, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. child, but a place from their own heart. And uh, I like to think in terms of confession being telling the truth about ourselves. Okay. And sometimes we can confess the truth that maybe I'm really good at something or confess the truth that um, – and. Um, 
that I have a kind disposition. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we also can confess the truth that um, maybe we've harmed someone. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Confession being truth-telling, um, mm-hmm. not necessarily what we've seen, um, sort of the popular notion of confession. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. Truth-telling. Yeah. Um, in guidance, uh, one, one of the ways that I teach children about guidance is, I don't know if you know the, the, the block game Jenga. Yeah, stack, stack them up. Three blocks, right? Well, we have two teams, and we we um, blindfold one of the folks, mm-hmm. and um, they have to listen to the guidance of someone else in order to win the game. Okay. Uh, so partnering up, and one partner is blinded, and I mean, this game is so delicate, and you really have to pay close <laughs> attention to that guidance. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and then we talk about um, from that place, we can talk about. Um, what what does good guidance sound like? Okay, and um, and learning to I mean, woven within guidance is also knowing um, the that the voice we hear is God's voice mm-hmm. and not a condemning voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and what does it? How do we teach children? I think that's a that's always a very good question um, when I have a conference to talk about with the adults. Is how do we teach children to discern God's voice? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and can they do it? And um, I'm convinced that they can. Of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you, um, how do you teach them? You know, um, I really refer back to the Galatians five passage, and okay. uh, <clears throat> we say. Was that voice kind? Was that voice, um, <clears throat> did it honor you? Was it, was that voice gentle? Mm-hmm. Was, was what that voice told you to do loving? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, did that voice want you to have some self control? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so all of those, we sort of, we talk about that. And because the voice of God is those, are the, will sound like that, mm-hmm. will sound mm-hmm. the shepherd. Yeah, we we can trust that it's going to have the uh, elements that we know to be true about God. Yeah, and I mean, children no doubt are form. I mean, we sort of know this form their image of God from their parents, mm-hmm. and that is that is the most awfully scary thing <laughs> I could ever know. <laughs> I would love to unknow that so so much, oh. so much. I would love to unknow that, but it is true. Mm-hmm. It is true to some extent. And um, when children have had, um, uh, don't form a a uh, good and loving image of God, mm-hmm. um, helping them to be able to start to distinguish the voice of their parent mm-hmm. and the voice of God. Mm-hmm. What, what would you say then to um, parents who are wanting to work with some of this material with their kids? Where should they start? Um, I mean, <laughs> uh, I guess that would be sh- shameless or shameful, sh- uh, self-promoting. But um, Ben Barksy <laughs> and I wrote a set of devotionals called Good Dirt. Okay. And they're, they're family devotionals um, set by the seasons of the church mm-hmm. and um, the life of Jesus. And there are spiritual disciplines uh, all through them and um, the practice of uh, examine at the end of the day. And they can get those on Amazon. Um, so that that would be a good place. And um, you give me know, that title again. Good Dirt. And yeah, what's the other it's, one? It's Good Dirt, but it's there's three volumes. Okay. Because it, it's a year long, so okay. it goes through the seasons of the church. And but pra- um, 
simply, I would say, for just starting off, um, every night when you put your people to bed, ask them where they saw God. Mm-hmm. Just, I know that they're going to um, drone on and on because they don't <laughs> go to sleep. And I know that things will come up that are so ridiculously not related to anything, even on planet Earth. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> and I know there will be requests for water and five trips to the bathroom. <laughs> I get that too. But just take that time right before they go to bed. It's before children go to sleep is a thin, thin space. Uh. And just open yourself up to listen. Don't respond. Don't criticize. Don't critique. Uh Just nod your head and say, I hear you. I Mm. hear you. Hmm. And then, and here, where did they see goodness? Where did they see beauty that day? Where did they know God was near? Hmm. And then bless them. Hmm. And uh, just, just leave as much margin as you can. That's so cool. How do you resist the temptation to not fall into teaching? In yeah. That um, well, that will be your own spiritual discipline. <laughs> <laughs> it's called silence. <laughs> and God will meet you there. And good luck. <laughs> oh, I notice I'm so bad at not just going there all the time. Yeah. You know, um, a, a simple prayer really helps me. And mm-hmm. I, like you, I love to teach. And so um, I just do the Jesus prayer, Lord Jesus Christ, <laughs> mercy. have mercy on me, a sinner, for I cannot keep my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. Oh, this yeah. is this is good. You know what, what I, and, and I mean this sincerely, um, what I love about you, Lacey, is you're not like the typical kid person. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, if I, you know, just kind of <laughs> match you, I wouldn't think, oh, this is the person who, you know, teaches Sunday school to kids. Um, it, and I mean that as a compliment, sure. not as a yeah. critique. How did you end up in this work? Well, I, I used to teach in inner city, Rochester, New York. So I'm classically mm-hmm. trained as a public school, school teacher. Yay, okay. public school. And I homeschool <laughs> both my kids. So it makes perfectly sense. Contradiction <laughs> all the way. Um, so I'm trained um, mm-hmm. as an educator. And um, I, ha- I, have this, I have this theory, and it's not really mine. I, re- I borrowed it from everyone. But sure. that we go into the work that most heals our hearts. Ah, oh, that's good. And um, I think that of my own wounding and of my own life, um, my, my hurts and my growth and my way to meet the Trinity, mm-hmm. the only way forward was going to be through children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Um, when I say that every every week I meet Jesus and the children at Haven House, I really, really mean that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's so beautiful. Well, hey, thank you so much, Lacey, for sharing your story with us. You're very welcome. Good to talk to you. <laughs> you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.